If you are just listening to this podcast for the first time, then welcome. I'm so excited that you're here to learn everything there is to know about renovation management. But that also means you haven't heard this really cool offer I've been giving out to people and am still extending it because I have found it so valuable, not only to myself, but to the designers who are taking me up on it. In fact, I just got off a call with a designer in Texas, and we had an amazing conversation about issues she's having, concerns and hopes and dreams for 2023. And we worked through some actionable items she can make today that will invest in her future design business. So what she did and what I'm encouraging all of you listening to do is to rate and review this podcast. I hear from so many of you through DMs and emails and how valuable you find this podcast. If you could put that into a review, take a screenshot for me, email it to me. I will send you a link for a 20-minute free call with me. No topic is off limits. We cover a lot of ground in 20 minutes. So this is something you're going to want to take advantage of because I won't be able to offer this forever. So I look forward to hearing from you soon. Welcome to my podcast, Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, an interior designer with a passion for managing construction projects, large and small. My mission is to empower women, both homeowners and interior designers, to manage renovation projects like a pro. My goal in sharing my knowledge and experience from working in the field for the past 29 years will allow you to avoid the mistakes I have seen and go into projects confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your projects will be as smooth and as successful as possible. So it is the beginning of November and time to be looking forward to 2023. So today I want to talk about goal setting to get your business on track for a hugely successful new year. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Like I said, it is early November, and yes, that freaks me out a bit, and I'm sure you're wondering where the year went as well, and we're staring down crazy times with holidays and vacations. We really need to take the time now before that hype kicks in and focus on goals for 2023. Now, if you're anything like me, goal setting has never been a very formal process in the past for me, right? Of course, I had goals. Sure, I want business. Maybe I want more business. Maybe I want more renovation work. Maybe I want more decorating projects. But I never took the time, and I'm happy to admit that that was a fault of mine, to really sit down, pen to paper, and focus on what I wanted the new year to look like for my business. So I want you to learn from my mistakes. And frankly, I'm okay admitting they are mistakes. You need to be planning what you want to be working on for 2023. Now, of course, you're going to have projects that are underway right now that will go into 2023. But I am talking about your new focus, your renewed energy, and where you want to direct it for upcoming projects. So let me take you back a little bit to pandemic times. We all had more time on our hands. And so I started to dive into webinars and online programs 
things of that nature that were focused on design. And the term ICA kept coming up. And I'm thinking to myself, what on earth is an ICA? And it was in design forum. So I thought, okay, I've been doing this a long time. Why have I never heard of this? So I finally got up the courage to ask what an ICA was. And someone was kind enough to explain to me an ICA is an ideal client avatar. Now, we all understand what an avatar is, and really, it is just a way of describing your ideal client. But to take it to the ideal client avatar, they mean you really, truly determine who is your ideal client. Now, again, I sat there and I thought, sure, I know who my ideal client is. She challenged me and she said, okay, who is it? And I said, well, you know, I want a client that can afford me to do a renovation project. And then it leads into the decorating side. And, you know, ideally, I want a whole home or at least half of a home. And she said, but that's not your ideal client. That's your ideal job. And it was a light bulb moment. And I want you all to understand the difference. So she challenged me to sit down in a quiet space and write out everything I knew about who my ideal client was. And she said everything, who they are, what does their world look like? Are they married? Are they single? Do they have kids? What ages are their kids? Do they live in a single family home? Are they in an apartment? Do they have multiple homes? Where do they hang out? Are they shopping at Lululemon or are they shopping at Marshall's or are they shopping somewhere in between? What do their friends look like? What do they like to do in activities? Where do they like to eat? What types of food do they eat? And trust me, my mind, probably like yours, was blowing. I'm thinking, I have no clue what my client's favorite restaurant is until I sat down and I really took the time to clear my head and think about my clients. And lo and behold, there was a clear connection between all of them. Now, they may not all have liked the same restaurant, but there was a level of restaurant that they all liked. They may not all have had children at home, but the majority of my clients have children. I started to understand where they were hanging out. I started to understand their values. I started to understand the things they look for in services, i.e. services that I provide. This was an incredibly invaluable tool. And honestly, I couldn't take the pen off the paper. I was writing so fast. Now, it didn't all make sense because it was a stream of consciousness, but I finally figured out who my ideal client was. And I want all of you to be doing the same thing. Now, you may be saying, Renee, I'm new to the business. I don't have that many clients to really distill down who they are. Then this is an opportunity for you to build your ideal client, right? You want to talk about the person you want to work with. And therefore, what do you think they will be doing and where they will be hanging out and their values and their goals for their own lives, which, of course, you would become a component in that goal. So it is not something that you have to have decades of experience in order to come up with. It just is a different exercise depending on where you are in your career. Okay, so I want you actually to take the time this week to sit down and write this all out because it is a very valuable tool that you will need to keep going back to and checking in on because I found I slid a little 
about six months after I did that exercise. And when I went back and reread it, I thought, ooh, okay, I'm a little off track in this one area. I got to zone into it again. Because what you want to do is determine their distinctive characteristics. And by doing that, you will understand their pain points and possibly even what they've tried in the past to solve and how you can actually solve those pain points, both past and present. And that's your goal. A designer solves pain points. Whether it is a decorating job or renovation job, we solve pain points. Whether that is a new kitchen so they can explore their cooking goals for themselves, or whether it is expanding a home so they can entertain the way they've always wanted to. These are pain points that your ideal client has that you can solve. Now, once you've established that, you need to then take another step back and say, who is in their orbit that I can market myself to, to gain access to these people? So if your ideal client has a single family home and in a certain price point, then you can identify realtors in your area who sell that type of home at that price point. And that's who you want to start getting to know. That's who you want to start enlightening them as to your skills and what you can bring to the table for their future clients. Maybe you're in New York City and your ideal client has an apartment Then again, you want someone that specializes in that niche and then introduce yourself to them, get to know them, figure out how you can complement their work with their own clients. Now, I am guilty of in the past doing what I call passive marketing. What does that mean? It's basically waiting for the phone to ring, right? I did nothing actively to market myself beyond the job that I had. Now, part of the reason is I don't love to toot my own horn. And I admit it, I have said it in the past, that came over time for me. So in the past, I would wait until someone else had referred my work either through a client or through a contract or an architect. And while that did work, I, of course, continued to work. I'm still here today in a thriving business. It was an unsustainable way of marketing myself. I can't imagine, I try not to imagine, all of the jobs along the way that could have been mine if I had stepped outside of my own discomfort and put myself out there in a more proactive marketing capacity. So how else can you be marketing yourself to your ideal client? Well, As I said earlier, I just got off the phone with a listener who is based in Texas, and she had worked for two other designers before going out on her own. And one of them is at the tail end of her career, and one of them is about in the same place as this woman that I was speaking with. And I said, well, why can't you reach out to the woman at the tail end of her career? She's probably working fewer jobs because she wants to only work fewer jobs, And there's probably an opportunity to refer jobs that she doesn't want to take to someone that she knows, likes, and trusts. And if you have an established relationship with this woman, she should be first on your list to reach out to. Right now, who wouldn't want that? Speaking for myself, of course, I would want to refer a project that I couldn't take on for whatever reason to someone that I knew, let alone someone that I had trained, which this woman had done for her. So these are opportunities you must start thinking outside of the traditional paths to see 
who might need your help. Because if you don't have someone to refer to, that can kind of feel uncomfortable. You don't want to say to someone, well, gee, I'm sorry, I can't take on your project. Silence, right? It's much better to say, I can't take on your project, but I would like to refer you to this woman because I trained her. I have taught her what she knows. She is dynamic. She has taken my information, made it her own, and I think the two of you would be a great fit. I mean, what designer doesn't want to be able to say that? And what client wouldn't love to hear that? So I believe as designers, we tend to narrow our focus on how to market ourselves and our services. And I want everyone to broaden that once they establish who their ideal client is. And I think it will become more clear as you write down the various components and characteristics that are distinctive to your ideal client. I know mine ended up being about a two-page document, handwritten, because I just, once I started writing, more came. Oh, if they're hanging out here, they're likely to be doing this. Oh, if they're likely to be doing this, they're likely to be friends with X, Y, and Z. And it just sort of builds upon itself. And it's bizarre. I named her Jennifer, not sure why, but I needed to give her a name because I needed a personal connection with this avatar. And it is something that I think about and run through as I am not only marketing myself, but as new client calls are coming in, I am making sure how closely does this person, does this project align with my Jennifer, right? And it does help clarify your goals. It helps direct your initiatives in marketing, and it helps bring in the clients and the projects that you are hoping for for 2023. I'm going to share my goals for 2023 with all of you, and I promise they aren't going to be like yours and nor should they be, but I want you to understand the process I went through and the goals that I have set and the why I have set them. So I have a lot of projects that will go into 2023, but I have goals for myself for new projects. And as one of my large projects comes to an end, I want to fit another large project into that slot. That seems logical. That seems obvious. But it is going to be a high-level goal of mine that will take time and energy to bring in. But I am confident that that will happen because I have determined all of the other pieces that need to come into place to have it be that job that I'm looking for. Another goal is to continue with this podcast, bring on more guests. I love hearing all of the other people in our surrounding industries, their advice, their tips, their best practices. I think you can learn even more than just from me. And then my goals for the course. I have loved pouring my knowledge into this course. I love that it is filled with actionable steps that can be implemented immediately. I think of it as the fast forward button to the years of experience that I was able to do at the beginning of my career. I understand that the majority of the designers I'm speaking with have not been in the business as long as I have. And frankly, I was surprised that this young designer had worked for two other firms before going out on her own, because that doesn't seem to be the norm. Most people strike out on their own and learn as they go. 
So this course, my goal for it is to become the fast forward button, is to get you the knowledge and the skills without having the need for the years and years of on-the-job site training that I experienced. It is possible to hit that fast-forward button. I mean, as much as I hate to think about it and all of those years that, that I could have avoided had I had a course like this. So those are my goals for 2023. Replace an amazing large job that's coming to an end with a new amazing large job. Continuing with this podcast, which I have grown to love and enjoy and an opportunity to meet so many of you and continue enriching the course so that as many designers as possible can learn the information they need to implement it into their businesses, taking on renovation projects successfully so that they can add a stable income to their decorating business. And I am confident that I will meet these goals. And I want you all to have that same confidence. So when you are coming up with your ideal client avatar, shoot me an email. I would love to hear just the high level, who that person is and why. Why is that important to you? And then I want you to use them as your beacon of light as you go and market yourself to bring that person to life with their project for 2023. As always, if this brings up more questions and answers, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to go over this individually as needed. But I can't thank you enough for your time today, and I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening today, and feel free to join me on social media at Davine Design in order to stay up to date on the latest happenings in my construction world. There is more detailed information on my website for my signature courses for both homeowners and designers, as well as other material to help guide you through a successful renovation project. Make sure to follow my podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a tip. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the word, leave a review and tell your friends who are starting or are mid project. And thank you again for listening today.